There were about 30 German troops based at the plant itself, with many more garrisoned in Ryukan. The plant could be reached from the road only by a narrow suspension bridge, about 75 feet long. The bridge spanned the deep ravine which now separated the saboteurs from their target, and it was closely guarded. Gaining access to the plant without being detected and without an exchange of fire appeared impossible. But what had been considered impossible by the German defenders was considered quite feasible by the Norwegian attackers. Helbert discovered that it was possible to descend into the ravine, cross the frozen river Mona at the bottom, and ascend the other side, where the saboteurs could access a railway line cut into the mountainside. This railway line, which ran from Weimark to Ryukan, was used only occasionally to transport heavy machinery to the plant. It was not guarded. They had found a way in. Finding a way out was more problematic. The explosion would undoubtedly alert the German troops, and if they chose to retreat via the ravine, they risked becoming trapped. Runeberg and Polson favored fighting their way out across the bridge, but the others were not convinced. Democracy prevailed, and a retreat via the ravine was agreed. The party split into two teams. Runeberg led the sabotage team, which included Idlan, Kaiser, and Strömsheim. Haukeli led the covering team, comprising Polsen, Helberg, Kjellstrup, and Storhaul. Haulan and Skinnerlan were to remain in wireless contact with the SOE and report the results of the operation. They set out at 8 p.m. on Sunday, February 28th. They all wore British uniforms and carried British papers so that their action would be seen as a military operation, hopefully reducing the risk of reprisals against the local population. Although it was a steep climb, they crossed the ravine without incident and managed to get to the railway line. They walked along it, a strong southwesterly wind covering any noise they made. They reached a small building about 500 yards from the plant at about 11.30 and waited for the change of sentry on the suspension bridge, which was due at midnight. The group separated at 0.30. The sabotage team cut through the flimsy chain on the fence around the plant and headed for the heavy water concentration cells in the basement. They split into two pairs as they tried to find a way in. Runeberg and Kaiser eventually gained access via a narrow cable shaft, surprising the Norwegian night watchman inside. Kaiser covered the night watchman with his gun as Runeberg started to place charges. He was about halfway through when Strömsheim crashed in through a window. He and Idlan had tried to get in through the door on the ground floor but had found it locked. Unable to find any other way in, they had decided to risk a noisy break-in.